Hi, this is Adam Bergman, partner with the IRA Finance Group. Today I'm going to play uh, a game actually called uh, True or False with regards to the taxation of cryptocurrency. Uh, I think uh, this could be an enjoyable way to kind of discuss some of the uh, myths and some of the truths involved in the taxation of cryptocurrency, uh, such as Bitcoin. So um, we're going to start with uh, true or false. Um, let's start about uh, is cryptocurrency treated as a currency for tax purposes? So the answer is no. We know 2014-21, IRS notice uh, clearly stated that crypto is treated as property for tax purposes, which means pretty much treated as a capital gains, uh, meaning if you hold the crypto less than 12 months, when you sell and exchange it, subject to ordinary income tax rates, longer than 12 months, subject to long-term capital gains, which is generally 15% or 20% if you're a high-income earner, over $450,000. Um, and if you're holding the cryptos for business purposes like mining, uh, it could trigger a, a business tax like a corporate tax or a self-employment tax if it's uh, a sole proprietor uh, you're engaged gene the activity through. So uh, that's a false. Cryptocurrencies are not treated uh, as a currency. Can you buy cryptos with retirement accounts? The answer is yes. Uh, Term Revenue Code Section 4975 and 408 are the only provisions that discuss what you can and cannot do with a retirement account. Basically, only three things you can't do. You can't buy collectibles like art. You can't buy life insurance with an IRA. You actually can with a 401k so long as your docs permit it. And the third and broadest is you can't engage in any self-dealing or conflict of interest or any transaction identified under Internal Revenue Code, Section 4975, which is anything that really directly or indirectly personally benefits you as a retirement account holder or your lineal descendants, your parents, children, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law. So what does that mean? It means you can't buy cryptos and take the Bitcoin and go buy yourself a pizza, take the Bitcoin, buy yourself a Ferrari, uh, take the Bitcoin, exchange it with yourself for Ethereum. You can't transact with yourself or your lineal descendant. In the crypto world, because it's so passive in nature like stocks, the primitive transaction rules aren't super uh, material, unlike real estate where there's a, a lot more uh, activity involved where you can potentially um, you know, trigger those rules if you're not careful. Cryptos, it's very easy. So uh, you certainly can buy them with a retirement account. That's uh, true. Uh, the next one, is the SEC currently regulating cryptos? Uh, the answer is, yeah, I'd say true and false. Uh, we know that the chairman, Jay Klain of the SEC, in December basically said that the SEC has interests and responsibilities with regards to cryptos. The SEC is looking at this stuff. Obviously, there, there's a huge market cap, even with the prices uh, – you know, we're talking now, you know, beginning of February 2018, prices have come down significantly from its high, close to 60% since the end of December. Um, it's the SEC is uh, concerned, uh, especially with ICOs, initial coin offerings, where there's no regulation at this point. Uh, and there's been cases of fraud uh, where, where ICOs have been raising money and, and the money's disappeared and investors are not protected. And the SEC's job is to make sure that the markets and investors feel secure and markets are um, fair and reasonable um, uh, and not uh, coerced or, or subject to fraud. So they're, they're looking at this stuff. Uh, also, state regulators, um, you, you saw with uh, – there has been a BitConnect, which was in North Carolina. Security Division hopped in and, and stopped it. There was uh, recently uh, in Texas, the uh, Texas Security Division stopped an ICO, supposedly the biggest ICO um, for an exchange. So uh, this is something that – there's a lot of fluidity, a lot of movement. Um, you know, the first case really is this DAO case 
where there was 150 million. It was a German corp that raised 150 million on an ICO in, in 17. And at that point, the SEC they announced they created a cyber unit and filed a complaint against um, you know, a Canadian ICO for fraud. So they're looking at this. I, I think the SEC is going to be very active uh, in 18. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do if they're going to come out and say it's a security, which a lot of people think they will. They've already, uh, in some case law, already taken that position. Um, I think they're going to have to go that way. So they're going to, if people want to do ICOs, they're going to force them to basically file public filing documents with the SEC, like any company would. Um, so that's going to be interesting. But again, uh, much to be determined. I do think in 18 they will be very active, uh, especially if ICOs continue to, to uh, take off. They're going to need to come in and regulate it, um, especially if the crypto market remains as volatile as it is today, where cryptos are, you know, can go up eight or nine percent in a uh, day. They're going to want to jump in. Um, so that's true and false with SEC. Uh, the next question, which I get a lot of, is like kind exchanges. Are, can you do a crypto in a like kind exchange? The, for 18, the answer is no. For 17, the answer is Maybe. It's a true or false. Um, why? Because in the Trump tax plan basically changed 1031s to only apply to real estate. So so we know obviously that cryptos are not real estate. So we know in 18, clearly, uh, you can't do a 1031 with cryptos. In 17, though, um, the issue is cryptos are not treated as security. So in 1031, um, you generally can exchange property for like-kind property and defer the taxes. You don't eliminate the tax, but you defer the tax. So long as you find a replacement property within a certain amount of time, you can exchange it and defer the tax. And a lot of real estate investors use this to defer quite a bit of money um, and defer the taxes and, and pick up new properties. So a lot of crypto investors I've spoken to said, hey, you know, the SEC hasn't said that cryptos are securities. We can do a 1031 with the cryptos. And, you know, the answer is maybe. Um, there's nothing in the code that talks about cryptos. The 1031 section obviously predated 2014-21. So there's nothing in there about cryptos or digital assets. It's, it is property. It's not a security. So it's potentially possible. Um, there's a revenue ruling 79143 where the IRS did suggest that gold coins held for investment of the same nature and character can benefit from 1031. So I think there's a case. Uh, the problem is most people, I don't think, found replacement properties. Uh, I think a lot of people exchange the 1031 for cash, for fiat. If that's the issue, then the 1031 is not there. But if you did exchange them for you know, bitcoins to Ethereum or uh, Ethereum or Litecoin, you do have an argument um, if, if, you, if you exchange in the right amount of time. Uh, for 17, there, there is some valid grounds. I don't know where the IRS would go on it if you made the claim. Uh, but definitely for 17, there is some ground to stand on. It's aggressive, certainly. Um, but you know, it's something you can talk to your tax professional about see what they uh, think. But for 18, it's, it's false. For 17, true and false, uh, just an aggressive position. But if you did find a uh, replacement property of, sign of like kind within uh, 180 days, then you technically can do it. Um, so um, something to consider um, if you are uh, looking at a lot of gains uh, in 17 for uh, cryptos and you did exchange them for other cryptos and not cash. If you, once you got cash, you're done. Uh, the next question I get a lot of is wash sales. Can you do a wash sales with cryptos? Um, no, you can't because generally wash rules apply to securities or stocks and we know that the IRS and SEC has not 
treated uh, cryptos as securities or stocks. So you, the wash rules basically say you can't. You got to wait 30 days. Once you sell, let's say Bitcoin, you'd have to wait 30 days to repurchase it, like you would for Apple. Um, I just don't see that applying here. Maybe it will if the SEC you know, comes in and treats the securities, but I don't think the IRS is going to treat it as security for these wash sale purposes. So I don't think it's going to it's going to fly. Uh, the next question I get a lot of, uh, and it's complicated, is uh, do crypt- are cryptos subject to foreign bank account reporting or FBAR? FBAR is really uh, something the IRS created to, to track people's foreign bank accounts, U.S. person's foreign bank accounts. Um, and basically, you know, the regulations clarify that bonds, notes, and stocks of foreign, issu- foreign issuers directly held by a reporting person aren't financial accounts. So, you know, the IRS maintains that accounts that hold non-cash assets such as gold are subject to FBAR reporting. Um, however, the IRS has informally stated that taxpayers aren't required to report a cryptocurrency such as bitcoins on an FBAR. So, I, you know, be cautious. Um, there's still, obviously, this is, you know, they, they've talked about gold saying you have to report it, but there, there's been chatter by the IRS that cryptos you don't have to uh, report because it's not held in a bank account. It's digital. Um uh, the thinking is true as property for tax purposes, so it's not considered interest in a foreign financial account. I don't know. I mean, if you're holding cryptos in a foreign exchange, uh, be cautious, uh, get guidance. Thankfully, most of my clients uh, are holding them in U.S. exchanges, so it's not really an issue. And there's also some FBAR exceptions for retirement accounts. But if you are holding uh, digital assets personally in a foreign account, foreign exchange, um, you probably uh, don't have to file an FBAR, but you, you should confirm it with uh, counsel or tax uh, professionals. Um, the next thing is, what about the Trump tax plan? Does it have any uh, impact on uh, crypto investors? And the only way it did, um, I guess, is some people are talking about setting up an LLC um, as a pass-through entity to buy cryptos, treating themselves kind of as a in business of crypto trading. And to get to get through the twenty percent deduction, uh, although you still got to pay self employment tax uh, potentially, uh, but but let's say you treat it all as passive, you maybe get the twenty percent deduction. Um, but again, I, I don't think it'd be cheaper than if you just treat it as capital gains. Uh, although a lot of people, if you're holding it less than twelve months, you get ordinary income, which there's no deduction. So if you're going to hold it less than twelve months, the pass through idea could have some uh, appeal because you will get that twenty percent deduction on the income, where you wouldn't get it on short term capital gains. Although you may get hit with some self employment tax. Um, although you'd probably take the position it's just purely passive. There's no self employment activities. I just have an LLC, thus I get that twenty percent deduction. Uh, some people have set up C corps because the new Trump tax plan you get 21% tax, not just for mining but also for crypto short-term capital gains uh, is higher. Could be higher than 21%. The problem is once you dividend that money out, you're you're paying a dividend tax too. So it's going to be probably higher than your in- income tax. So in in overall, I think maybe the pass-through um, solution has some merit. Uh, if you're holding it less than 12 months, you get that 20% deduction. If you treat none of it as self-employment tax, I don't think the C corp works unless you're doing mining. Um, mining is subject to business tax, uh, ordinary income tax, or if you're self-employed, uh, self-employment, FICA, Social Security. So you you can cut that by 20 by, and set up a C corp, pay 21% tax. Although you now have to you know, dividend that money back to you if you want to use it and, and you'll pay tax on that amount. So overall, uh, the best obviously is you hold it longer than 12 months, you get capital gains, 12, uh, short, long-term 
15% for most people. Under 12 months, ordinary income, I still think it's probably uh, makes a lot of sense just to treat it as a short-term capital gain because you may be able to net it against some losses. So I'm not sure the pass-through has that much appeal, but I've heard some clients talk about it. Um, overall, the reason I invest cryptocurrencies with my retirement accounts, uh, obviously, it is volatile. It's certainly risky. I mean, um, you know, there's been chatter from government organizations that, you know, be cautious about using retirement money to invest in cryptos. And I agree with that. I mean, I would not suggest take all your retirement money and buy cryptos. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure that's the smartest idea. But if you want to take a percentage as a diversification play, which I did, um, and get into a new asset class, uh, I think that's a smart move. I've had friends, and again, I'm not giving any inve- anyone investment advice. I'm not an investment advisor. I'm just you know, a trained attorney. But uh, I have friends that you know, are big-time money managers, and they've had their clients put a little bit of money in cryptos, uh, whether it's 20 grand, 50 grand, 70 grand, depending on the individual's financial position. Um, obviously, there's a chance it, it, it you may lose most of it or all of it, but there's also a chance you get into an emerging asset class and you diversify from the stock market. And we, we've seen recently the stock market isn't uh, safe and secure and guaranteed either. There are a lot of bumpy rides. Uh, we saw it drop almost 1,200 points uh, in early February. So uh, again, any investing, I'm just a big believer in diversification. It's, I, I don't think it's a bad idea to have some real estate, some, a lot of equities, bonds, um, cryptos for, for me, and uh, gold, uh, silver, or whatever. I, th- I think it's good to diversify. Um, but again, I'm not trying to offer any investment advice. That's not my job. I'm just kind of trying to uh, explain the taxation of cryptos and why I think using retirement money uh, is definitely a tax-advantageous way, especially if you use a Roth IRA, because you can defer all the taxes and not pay taxes on any of the gains, so long as you don't pull that money out you know, until you're 59 and a half or um, – in the case of Roth. So uh, there's a lot of really interesting plays on this. Um, uh, I hope you found the, the podcast helpful. Um, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. You can always email me at adamb at irafinancialgroup.com. Adam B as in Bergman, Adam B at irafinancialgroup.com. Um, and until next time, thanks for listening.